Welcome to Love Unlocks Live Sessions. Yes, it has been a while, but we are back and we are excited to be here. Thank you for joining us live today. Wherever you are joining us from, please tell us where you are watching from. We would love for you to be a part of this conversation. Please comment and like and share with your friends as we are doing this. And, uh, and you're more than welcome to ask questions to me or to my guest today. And we will chat to you and get back to you um, as we go through the conversation. Love Unlocks Live Sessions is all about um, chatting to people about how God's love has unlocked their lives, um, getting those testimonies, those stories. And uh, and recently, some of you may know that um, Love Unlocks has teamed up with Joich Tijdsgriff and Joy Magazine, and we are chatting to some of the amazing people that they have on their covers and uh, to share their stories. And today, we have an amazing person uh, that is on this month's cover of Jeich Tijdskrif. And uh, this interview is brought to you by our church, Love Key Church, where we are so excited about helping people to encounter God, align with His purposes, and reign in life. And uh, our church is uh, going on seven, eight months old. <laughs> and uh, if you want to join us Sunday mornings at 10, either in person or online, please do so. We would love for you to be a part of our community. Um, but without any further ado, I would love to introduce my guest to you today. Uh, I think she's coming all the way from Stellenbosch. I'm not sure. But let's give a big round of applause for Mariette Lobscher. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I'm very close. Wellington. But Wellington. I'm oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So close. <laughs> but um, I do. I I do. I minister at the church there. So, and I used okay. to be there. So I thought so. Yeah. That's kind of one of the connections I have. The other connection I have <laughs> with you is you, you were the MC at Picard and Nadia Hens' uh, wedding. I almost said marriage. Yes. <laughs> Which is the C to you. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. And you were leading the worship. So I was fun. I was. Yeah, we've worked together it's technically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, and uh, what is the weather like in Wellington today? Because it was warm here in Somerset West and then suddenly oh. it got cold today. You know what? People sometimes get jealous of how warm it gets here in February. And then they tune out. Now, joking, people are like, oh, it's a <laughs> and now that it's chilly in other parts and it's nice and warm here, I'm like, yes, like you said, it's yeah. nice and warm in Wellington. There you <laughs> so go. I've got a lovely day here. Thanks. That's awesome. And just a quick one. Obviously, this last you know, year and a half has been very weird for people in any form of the entertainment industry where, you know, mm -hmm. you you kind of your job is where people come together <laughs> and so how how has this affected you personally and how have you been dealing with adapting to the new norm as they say yes yeah, so um firstly um the alarm that you hear it's yes. not the neighbor's alarm that goes off often it's okay. the one in the spirit calling us to wake up because Jesus is coming back <laughs> soon. Wow. Yes. Use that. <laughs> use that. Now it's, now it's resting since we're telling each other to be urgent about the love of Jesus because that changes life. So um, well such a good question, Heinz. I'm sure a lot of people ask that to you also. So, um, And I can yeah. only speak the truth. I don't have anything else to say. So a short while before lockdown started, the Lord started talking to me about um, things that he's calling me to do with regards to ministry. And I wasn't exactly sure how that was going to work, but that's the point, right? That we walk by faith and not by a full, a full blast plan. Um, and nothing Indeed. wrong with plans. I love planning. 
but when when lockdown started, um, basically the things my my entertainment industry and ministry work started just shifting where it was mostly entertainment industry and a little bit of ministry as people were um, requesting or inviting that started to spontaneously turn around into the other. So it was quite a faith journey. I remember last year during Easter having severe um, ear infection, having to return to the doctor multiple times. And the one time I was crying in my car and um, because the thought popped up again into my heart, um, like, where's the money going to come from? But this yeah. accusing thought where the enemy is just going like, Jan, where are you going to get the funds for this? Yes, your God's so faithful. Where's the funds going to come from? And I was crying from the pain, not from the, the fun situation. And then out loud, I just remember the one time going, listen, this is for the Lord's tab. I said in Afrikaans, it is for the And this is for the, the Lord's tab. So stop telling me. Um, you know, where the funds is going to come from. That is the Lord's problem. My problem is to serve him faithfully and obey him. Mm. And Heinz, within one day, three random payments came in that covered every one of the medical bills for the ear infection that would not go away after the first antibiotic. Wow. <laughs> so it's been, it's been a real faith journey, but the Lord is beyond faithful and good. So I've actually changed to a bit more, um, yeah, ministry, but I'm still doing shows as I get invitations or I feel, feel led on my heart to organize. I still do that. But yeah, to answer your question, actually the Lord's just faithful to what he said would happen end of 2019. Okay, that's amazing. And I know that you, with the, the whole lockdown thing, one of the things you started doing is to move your ministry online as well. Um, I know that in the article you mentioned, uh, in Yechtai's in you mentioned as well, that that is something that has become bigger than you ever imagined. Can, uh, tell us a bit more about that. Yes. So what happened was um, I just felt in my heart, I must do like a free stand-up comedy show online. And I tell and a friend of mine who, who's a pastor, Almore, he messaged me. He said, hey, friend, don't you think you must do a free stand-up online? And I said, yes, you're right. That's exactly what I was feeling. And then um, that evening I tell people it was more a drama than a, than a comedy because the tech <laughs> was struggling. Everything was struggling. Um, and then, but at the end of that show, I just gave a word of encouragement and just said a quick prayer with the people watching because there was such fear unleashed, uh, you know, in the world during March mm. of 2020. Mm. And you know what, Heinz, that evening and the following morning, people kept on messaging me going, we're really struggling. Thank you so much for the words of encouragement. You have no idea what it meant to me. And that's just when I realized, sure, there's a real big need for people that are stuck at home um, for encouragement. Yeah. Um, and then I started saying, I'm going to hang out online at eight o'clock. If you want to come, I'm going to speak encouragement on Jesus and we pray for each other. And then crazy things started happening. People recommitting their lives to Jesus, being filled wow. with the Holy Spirit, deliverance, healings crazy stuff i was wow. like Woo! lord you are waiting for us you are waiting for us you gave us the instructions you gave us the holy spirit you gave us the word you are just waiting for us we have mm. as many testimonies as we want i believe Heinz, because we can step out in faith sure. as much as we want is there is there any any testimony in specific that you can recall that happened on, on a night like that Yes, I'd love to share one. Um, there's this beautiful woman. She doesn't struggle with shame at all. She understands fully that we all suck and we all need Jesus. And once he does something, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a testimony encouraging other people. So um, 
there's a woman she was watching she some of the people watching it would share it online so they'd be like you know how you share the video so Facebook will you just connect them to tonight's message sorry Maria um, just repeat that last bit uh, you broke up a little bit there no worries to say how they were sharing with with her yeah. signals gonna work with us now in Jesus name amen. Amen. <laughs> so um, I got a message from somebody telling me they never watch and you must understand that in the evenings I would pray saying, Jesus, if somebody's not my Facebook friend, would you connect the message that they need to hear with them? And then what happened was a lady kept on seeing that there's this girl Marie talking in the evenings, but she would scroll past it because we see so many messages per day. So that's not weird. Yeah, and yeah. on a random Monday, she felt that she needs to go and listen to Sunday night's message. Guess what she's been struggling with for over 20 years? Fear, anxiety, and panic attacks. So guess what the message was on the Sunday night? Like, what does the word say? How do we handle fear, anxiety, and panic attacks? Mm. So she, tune, she tunes in on the, the Monday night, and she asks for prayer, because we would also pray for one another. So that evening, she says this is what she struggles with. And the same as all the evenings, we start praying for her. So I pray, but I say to the people watching, wherever you are, whether it's in the comments or out loud, pray with us and we start praying for healing and deliverance for her and a guy that was like newly returned to Jesus without realizing gave a word of knowledge to for her in the comments mm. and he said you need to let go of the past you cannot do anything about it only Jesus can sure and in that moment the Lord shows her she did not forgive herself mm. for the abortion that she had yeah. when she was very young she only received it from the Lord, but she never walked in the forgiveness for herself also. Yeah. And in that moment, she says, as she realizes it, and she, she comes in agreement with forgiveness completely towards herself. She says, while she's holding her phone, lying on a bed, people that she doesn't know is praying for her on Facebook. Mm. Live. She feels like waves of heat and then just coolness, I think she said, and then laughter. She said, this has never happened to her. And she could feel all of the anxiety and the fear just leaving her. And she said she's quite the introvert. And she said after that, she couldn't stop telling people what happened that night, <laughs> urging them to walk in a complete forgiveness of what Jesus has done for them, wow. whether it's for abortion or whatever it is. He died on the cross for life and the life in abundance. By his love, we can know life. Amen. Wow, that's powerful. I think that's that's one thing that maybe, you know, so missing in, in the church, but also in people's hearts, I think in general, is really understanding the power of forgiveness. Um I, I have had I've had moments in my own life where where I, I struggle to forgive myself. Especially when, you know, I've been walking with Christ, I know the truth, and I, 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 I messed up again, I sinned, and I was like, Oh, he's not gonna forgive me this time. <laughs> And and then I, f I felt like God said to me, "Do you somehow think that your sin is above my death on the cross and my blood that was shed?" Sure. And, you know, almost I almost felt like you went like, "Who do you think you are?" Um, and as long as That's I good. as long as I'm truly repentant and not rebellious, you know, I can step yes. into that full forgiveness, and that's so powerful. And I think that's something yes. a lot of people need to realize is to. 
accept his forgiveness and forgive yourself. And um, it's not a it's it's not a, a way to cheapen his grace. It's a way to step into the fullness of what he has for us. Yeah. To access it. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think what the challenge is also that with the, with forgiveness is the same as a relationship with the Lord. It's not a task. Mm. It's a continuous checking of your heart to see am I extending grace and forgiveness? And am I receiving it? Mm. Because if, if you like say something super rude, it's easy to know I must forgive you. Mm. But sometimes what happens is I think those little part, those little things that happen where we misunderstand one another, where we make assumptions and um, that unforgiveness that creeps into our heart. And then we walk around with um, that unforgiveness and bitterness without realizing it. And it's those, in those times where we have that blind spot, you know, not aware of it. It's there where the enemy comes to take us out and the, the, we are allowing it. Like we, we are choosing it. And that's why, um, yeah, I love the fact that the Lord says, come to me and ask me and I will show you if there's some place in your heart where you need renewing mm. of forgiveness or life or my life shining on it. And as we continuously walk in it, it's from that place that we walk in freedom, not in task mode. It's relationship. relationship. It's relationship. And we, we so easily mm-hmm. say relationship and we can even say it to other people, but to really live from that place of relationship, it's, it's a whole different thing. Um, you know, I, I, I usually tell people about this verse. I'm actually going to talk about it this Sunday as well, but it, uh, John 14, 15, Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And it's easy Gosh. to see that as if I'm not keeping his commandments, it means I, doesn't, I don't love him. But what he's actually saying is, if you really love me, from that love, there will flow obedience. Mm-hmm. Because you, from that relationship, from that deep love, you would want to do things my way. Not because he, it's a bunch of rules. It's because it's a healthy boundary that he created for us to, to be the, 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 the best version of ourselves. And the more that I'm Such a realizing place. that, yeah, it's a safe place. That's a good one, yeah. Because the same way parents have, well, good parents have healthy boundaries for their children because they love mm-hmm. them. It's the same same with God. He loves us, so He's given us these these things. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, good preaching, Pastor. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Hey, let's, I like I like this uh, back and forth. It's it's really cool. Uh, <laughs> we've got quite a few. Uh, I, our friends are on here. Picard is saying, uh, "I must give you the mic. Hey, I must talk. I must talk less." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll talk less, Picky. Fortunately, no, no that's men's love language. <laughs> men's love language is if you tune each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my word. Okay, so I, I'm curious about something. As I was reading your story in, in the Jeugdtijdskrif and. Um, just seeing the journey that you've walked, what would you say? There's a there's a a, a power of helping people. Oh, no, let me put it this way: when when you do comedy, when you make people laugh or help people to laugh, do you find that that's a way to actually open up, uh, or then or make them open up to the truth of the gospel? Is that something that you've seen before? Yeah, absolutely. And also, I think Heinz not just laughed a bit. Um, what what happened started to happen in my shows is I realized that a lot of the jokes, without me planning it that way, was about me. 
<laughs> so I would actually tell like ridiculous stories about no. me, but because when you're whole in Jesus, you don't care if people laugh at you or with yeah. you. Yeah. You just want people to experience joy. Yeah. So what happened is Jesus makes you whole and is continuing to make me whole. So don't stop praying for me, Will. But um, from that place, I could tell ridiculous stories um, from a vulnerable place. So people would laugh not only because something was quite funny, but they're laughing because the cheek that it happened to is telling it to us in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so it's this cringy, <laughs> awkward slash joyful wholeness of Jesus. And then from that place, people's hearts are open to receive more from you because mm. you are not trying to preach or look cool or anything. You are sharing from your heart. And then, and all of us, if somebody's vulnerable in a conversation, it's so much easier just to receive from them than keeping up your guard, trying to look a certain way towards them. And then it's so awesome. Then you realize, wait, did they pay to hear my opinion? With a good comic timing, let me tell them the best news, which is Jesus died on the cross. <laughs> yes, amen. That's so good. Do Do you yeah. think Do you think God has a sense of humor? Oh my word! Yes, I keep on finding myself in situations where I go, Lord. If this does not prove <laughs> your heart for a sense of humor, I don't know. Um, Yes, um, like his word says, um, like wisdom to us is foolishness to him. Mm. But when we are, he uses the humble. He doesn't really, really care, like, do you feel qualified or look qualified? Um, sometimes people will contact me when they are feeling um, discouraged or in a difficult place um, in their marriage. And then I'll be like, Lord, you are funny. But I'm willing, Lord, use me. Because you know what? The Lord uses the willing. And um, yeah. and also on that note, I just realized um, a lot of us take, hopefully we take, if we are humble, marriage is advice from Jesus and Paul from yeah. the Bible. Yeah. And they were married. <laughs> but it's the word of God gives life. Yeah. Nobody like I can't add to the word of God and I cannot take away from the word of God, whether there's a ring on my finger or not. It's Jesus, his love and his life that brings love and life in here. And he says, everybody that is hungry, he will feed us, mm. whether it's a relational situation or whatever. But all I'm saying is when the, when that happens, I always go like, yeah, if this doesn't prove your sense of humor, I don't know what does. <laughs> I just think, you know, we are created in his image and, and we all like a good laugh. So for me, that shows as well that he he's a, yes. he has a good sense of humor. And I, I like to think that when Jesus was on earth, he had moments where he laughed and he joked and he told stories that were funny. And some of the stories he told, you can read and actually see a lot of humor in them. And <laughs> the way that he dealt with his, Listen. Uh, with his disciples, Listen. you know, the, the sons of thunder. They, that's a funny scene where they say, should we call fire down from heaven? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think there's yeah, some funny scenes in there. Well, that, that part where he calls the, um, he calls, the, like we read it in old school English. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he said to the Pharisees, you thou brood of vipers. Yeah. I think if it was like, if he came from the Bulland yeah. in the Cape in like 2021, he'd be like, your mouse is slung. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're Jesus. 
Yes, because Bible school teaches us that. <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> sorry, but <laughs> that's funny. So, um, so I know we always we we do talk about it. Um, for me, I just think for me, God God created us so differently, and for some people, it's easier to laugh than others. Just like for some people, it's easier to listen than others. Mm. And some people, it's easier to um, give wise counsel than others because he made us so differently. And I think that we must pursue the joy that comes from knowing Jesus. So we, we pursue Jesus because mm. there's joy coming from that. But I don't believe we must put pressure on ourselves to be joyful or have, you know, for the sake of being joyful um, because Joy can be experienced in different ways. For instance, Jesus said, the word of God says, because of the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. Mm, sure. So, so I just think that uh, we must, there where we can, let us spread joy. But I don't think we must ever put pressure on ourselves to um, laugh when that's not necessarily in our hearts. And I know I'm suddenly going very deep, but I only have two settings, very shallow and very deep. I have nothing in between. Um, and um, yes. <laughs> that's uh, me, dude. That's, that's, that's my dude. There's neutral and fifth, five to right, fifth gear. Um, but yeah, so I think um, I do realize the Lord made me a certain way. I, um, I get very stupid or silly i wouldn't even necessarily say funny very very easily and then i laugh at those situations but i don't think that somebody that doesn't do that as easily that they that uh, there's not pressure on people to laugh as much as other people laugh we can experience joy in different ways if that makes sense yeah cool it does i for me it um i think joy is something that is actually more spiritual and comes from a deeper place um, and it's longer lasting uh, because God is the source of joy and happiness is kind of based on happenings. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's, it's an interesting thing but, to talk about yeah. and see where it comes from. But well, I do, but I agree with you. Um, I agree with you, Heinz. When, when I grew up, some of the people around me that I looked up to um, were a bit too cool to laugh. Mm. Um, and when I got older i was at, surrounded by people um, that were quite whole and they would laugh at things whether it would be cool or not yeah and that released something in my heart of joy that comes from the place of wholeness like you were saying like That's joy good. is something that jesus does that he brings in our heart yeah. and I, I remember very clearly um quite a few years back um I'm still young, but when I was even younger, <laughs> when I was younger, just <laughs> look, 
it's all straight. I must just not smile um, <laughs> on our lines. Um, praise Jesus for lines. It means we are alive and not dead. Um, and but laughing. I just, I, I clearly remember, I clearly remember Heinz realizing the more whole you are, the easier it becomes to laugh at situations or things or jokes or whatever, like whether it's even your, your taste and your, your comic timing or not, there's something of the Lord, like that you said, it's spiritual, it's in your heart. There's a freedom and a wholeness and a joy that he brings that has got nothing to do with cool and not cool and trendy and untrendy. It's a Jesus thing. I do agree with you 100%. Absolutely. I'm, I'm attracted to people that can laugh at themselves laugh at other things and it when you, you i mean you can tell when someone is laughing to ridicule and that i'm not talking about that but when you are laughing um uh, you know at uh, just that life and the things that happen and, and you can laugh together i mean my wife and i've had so many moments where where we would just have such an yeah. amazing uh, time together of talking and laughing and making jokes and after a while we just you know Beautiful. we're hysterical you just you you and that some of those are the best memories that you have is just laughing out loud and and there's a release in that it's almost you know there's it's almost yes. like when you have a good cry you just get rid of a lot of stuff yes. and and the, a good laugh is also say, such a great release like yeah yes and and yes, I, yes, I think yes. that's what's so amazing about your uh, your gifting is that you you help people to to do that and and to almost I think what a good comedian does is they they get people to trust them they get people to trust them and then they open up and and it's so unique what you're doing um, that you are able to do that and and now even you, you say you've moved more to ministry but you, I'm sure you still use humor in your ministry as well I'm right? still me yeah yes. yeah yeah exactly yeah I'm me whether, whether I'm doing it like a stand-up or whether it's ministry this is the vehicle that yeah. The Lord has made me, and I cannot be anything else. <laughs> you don't. People ask me. People ask me. I'm just, so when you realize somebody's not laughing in your show, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. I go on the inside. I go help me, Jesus, because there's only this. There is nothing other than this, Jesus, yeah, yeah. and there's humor. And um, and I think the beautiful thing of getting older in life is you realize God has put you together in a certain way to serve a certain part of his body oh yeah absolutely and so true we are not called to be in a relationship with everybody because there would be no momentum because it would be too shallow yeah. but we are called in each season you know with certain giftings and, and needs of people that we can serve so um i totally agree yes i love the fact that the, uh, that the anointing lies on us being obedient to the holy spirit in the context of who he's called us to be i love that the anointing lies on that yeah and not on do you look and sound like this yeah i think i think the, the worst thing we can do is try to uh compare ourselves and see if, if am i doing yes. other people um yeah. if if and what you're saying is so true well, I think it's, it it's, is. yeah exactly or, or other christian comedians i'm sure you know if you're in that specific thing and yeah there are so many of us that's a joke there's quite a few in america that i follow i i i'm, yes. a, I'm a big fan of a few of them um but anyway uh the the thing that i wanted to say that i forgot now um oh I've, so about think, about finding just... uh, yeah um, sometimes when people don't don't know me that well yet, and they say, "Hey, 
tell um tell a joke that's below the that what? But sometimes people are like for tell a fail crappy like tell a dirty joke or joke that's below the belt. Then I go, give me your belt and I just do this. <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm below your belt. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Amen. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's about it, my friend. That's brilliant. I love it. That's so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's actually... Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's actually scripture that says we're not allowed to cause joke when you're a Christian. So, anyway. Um, we'll just leave that there's out there. There's a scripture there. that says what? There's a scripture that says it? no cause joking should come over your mouth if when you're a child of God. Oh, course. Course. Oh, men, oh, life of course. and death. We're going to yeah. give a cup. That as well. Yeah. Love it. But what, I, what I wanted to say about what you mentioned earlier about that we each have a special gifting inside the body of Christ. I think that's so important because that's something that my wife and I also had to uh, not struggle with, but kind of wrestle with and say, okay, really? you know, God called us to start a church you know, there's many churches in this area. Why, why are we doing it? And and God made it very clear that there's a specific, specific part of His body mm. that He wants us sure. to speak to, and and that yeah. is what we need to do. So every time I told them, Lord, you have to build mm. your church. I will I will rock up and be obedient. And and He's been growing His church, and the same way He's been growing your ministry online. You. You, you come and you're obedient and people connect with that who are supposed to connect with that. And that's why I tell people, I, if, if I can just get you to encounter God and align with His purposes for your life, then you can get to the pl place where you reign in life. Because that looks come like on. someone who knows their calling, who understands that they have certain natural gifts and spiritual gifts, and it's for a specific part of the body of Christ. And... If we all can just do that, this world will change like that. I'm, I'm, convinced, I'm convinced of it. Absolutely. So everyone Me out too. there listening, you know, you have a natural gift, a spiritual gift uniquely to you. Yes. And if you don't live it out, we're all missing out. So uh, come on. I mean. Do not. <laughs> oh, Heinz, like um, a while back when we... We were talking about revival a lot, or I was hearing talk about revival a lot. I was mm. wondering to myself... If I can break that down very simply, what does that mean? And Hans, you know what came to mind is just if for me, revival is if every person in the area where the revival is not happening with it's South Africa, let's declare the revival over South Africa. Amen. My, what I how I see that is every person in South Africa suddenly becomes extremely urgent and bold to do what God has called them for. Yes, that, because that the evangelist will evangelize. Yeah. The pastor will start nurturing like crazy. The mm. businessman will start creating jobs for those that are getting saved that need to get off the streets. The the child psychologist will say, "Yes, how can we counsel those that are in trauma?" For mm. me, revival is just everybody radically saying yes to the Holy Spirit and the Word of God for what they are called to do. Just radically. Amen. Yes, oh man. So good. Do not this. It's possible. It's possible. Yes, uh, and even that, you know, Jesus do it. Uh, you actually said earlier, he has done it. He has done what is necessary. We just have yes. to respond now. And when we do Amen. respond, when we do respond in obedience, that is when things will start changing. Revival is, you know, it's bringing life back. And, and it's, we need that right now. And, but, you know, like as, as any time in the history, 
the, talking about Jesus, talking about Holy Spirit, talk, talking about these things is very controversial. Um, h- how do you how do you deal with people that you come across that are like atheists uh, from another religion, uh, vehemently against what you are saying, uh, offended even by what you're saying? How do you how do you deal with that? Because I think we're going to see more and more of that in this world we live in. Oh, yeah. We're just getting warmed up now. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just getting the first step right. So on that note, I'm just, just, I just something I want to quickly mention, what you just spoke about now. Um, I agree with you. The Lord is waiting on us like we spoke earlier. I think when I say Jesus, do it, please, Lord. I think I'm referring to the fact that we need Jesus to need him. So if yes. he doesn't open up the eyes yes. of the nation of South Africa, we cannot repent and return to our first love and see revival. Mm. So just I just wanted to mention, uh, clarify why I said that because okay. I do believe that he's already called us and prayed. Um, so I'm, I, um, we are still <clears throat> very sheltered in South Africa. Yeah. So when I went, I was in Europe two years ago, and um, it was very interesting. Each time I'd ask people, can I pray for them if I saw they were sick anyway? Or um, it was interesting how quickly a lot of them would respond, no, 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 no thanks. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't disrespect you, but leave me alone. Um, where in South Africa, that, that only happens every now and again. Okay. Um, so we are still in, we've got that f- phase where we are still at now. They're pushing really hard for it on that note. If you are listening and you do believe in freedom of religion, you need to go to the 4SA website. We've got until the 30th of June yeah. to respond to a new legislation that they want to bring in parliament that's going to make it um, really difficult for somebody to say that Jesus is the only way, the truth and the life, for example. Yeah, they can, because they can they drag it in court. Because they a rule that yeah. says... If, they, they're trying to make, for those who don't know, they're trying to make a rule that says if 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 I, if I if that upsets me as my head, I can say because you hurt my feelings, um, I can take you to court and you go to, can go to prison for that. So we've got until the 30th of June just to respond um, because they're in the process of listening to what the nation says so we can have a voice. So please voice your voice. Um, sorry, but just on that note, was, sorry, Mariette, on uh, that note, I'm actually talking to, to Advocate Nadine Bardenors next week. Uh, they're oh, going to be on this thank chat. You. Yeah, and thank Mike, you, Minds. Michael, uh, yes, Michael thank Swain. You. Yeah. M- Michael Swain. Yeah. I know your heart is for the big picture of the bride because mm. I know your heart is for every area, uh, whether it's politics or music or creativity. So I just want to honor you and your wife for the awesome work that you and your family do. I bless your family and I do honor you guys. In thank Jesus you. Name. Yeah, I know. Um, this, so, this, this is God's nation. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We belong to you, Jesus. Um, so I was at a, there was a car crash about two, three nights ago, not far from where I live. And always when I see these blue lights, um, me and my friends, our, our cultures, we start praying. Um, and then um, we pull off to see if there's people that need prayer. Um, so I realized the accident was quite recent. So I pull off and I see both the people are still alive. Um, just and then um, I went to the one gentleman um, who basically caused the accident and um, um, I just kindly asked him, sir, are you okay? Um, can I pray for you? Um, because obviously you're in trauma. Mm. And he just immediately said, no. 
and and he started saying other things also. And then I said, no problem, <laughs> sir. I just want I just want to you to to be okay, sir, um, because we need to check the motive of our heart the whole time, irrespective mm. of how people treat us. Otherwise, mm. we're joining them in the team. If we start with condemnation, even if it's in our heart, times we do, we playing for the enemy's team because there's sure. only one that condemns, sure. and it's not Jesus. So I walk over to the other dude, um, and he's still stuck in the car and um, they get him out and the police officer immediately when I said to him, sorry, sir, I'm just here to ask if I can pray for the gentleman. And it was so cool. He's obviously also a child of God because he immediately said, he's fine, but go pray for him. And the sir, the, 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 the gentleman that was in the accident um, who did not cause it, who was sitting, waiting for the ambulance, he was so humble, Heinz, and he had such a soft and a gentle and a beautiful spirit. Mm. And his response was, please, man. I, you know, he wow. so appreciated it. Um, so. was just so beautiful, like um, how the Lord spared his life and how God, if it wasn't me, I believe like God would send somebody else just mm. to be there to comfort him because mm. there is brokenness in the world. But God, that's why Jesus is the Redeemer. And that's why you and I, we cannot serve intimidation and fear and Jesus. Yeah. So we in the time now where whether somebody's offended by my stand-up or the fact that I believe that God made two genders or whether they have, whether they want to twist and manipulate, calling me a what-what-phobe, I'm like, I don't call Satanists Jesus-phobes. That's <laughs> manipulating and not the truth. That's good. I don't I'm going to remember the that. Fear of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's just manipulating in very standard full vibes. Like yeah. you don't want to, you know, cool debate names. healthily. Now you just like you have a fear. You don't want to date me because you're a marietta phobe. I want to take you to court. That's why you don't like me. Now, maybe the guy doesn't want to date me because he doesn't want a lawsuit. Freedom <laughs> of everything, people. Anyway, my point is just. We can manipulate if we are insecure about ourselves and just, you know, people that have a different in opinion, we start making them an evil person and say they've got a fear. The point is just, Heinz, we're, in the point, we're at the point now in South Africa where we need to decide, is knowing Jesus and living for Jesus the reason for our existence or not? Mm. Because when the adversity comes... You're not going to have time to decide whether he's worthy of your income, your life, your mm. reputation, mm. losing your job. Then it's going to be too difficult. You need to decide now who is it I live for and I stand for and who do I trust in because we have that opportunity now to strengthen ourselves in the Lord so that when they say, you have to bow before this thing, like King Nebuchadnezzar told Daniel's friends, they didn't on that at that spot, decide who they live for mm. or who yeah. they love. Yeah. That was just the point for them to expose it. So you and I right now have to encourage ourselves and one another to be urgent and fervent about the love and the life of Jesus Christ. It is that time now. So good. I totally agree. I think we're at a, uh, I think it's been coming a long while, but it's definitely, mm -hmm. it's necessary to know what you believe and why you believe it and to stand on it. The word says we have to be ready to explain the hope we have in Jesus Christ, and um, I, I oh, find that I find that a lot of a lot of Christians don't actually. The, if I ask them, what does it mean to you to be a Christian? What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to have repented? They can't actually explain it well, um, and so and I think that there's a lot of you're gonna list a whole bunch of reasons for that, but ultimately, if everyone who says they're a Christian in this nation 
would love Jesus like you say now, you know, fully, completely surrendering to mm. him, becoming the, the f- full version of the new creation that they are and walking in that. We will see a nation for Jesus. We will. Um, and, and, uh, but to get in a matter there, of days. Yeah. To get like, there is, is the challenge. Um, because even, even in, in the sort of the churches that are fairly healthy, uh, I think there's still a, a disconnect. Like I, I go to church to listen to someone's revelation and then I try to get some of that for me and I try to live it out. But what we should actually be doing is, you know, that should be just a spark to, to live our own daily relationship with God, reading his word, spending oh time with him. I mean, that, that stuff yeah. is not new, it's, but we, ne- we tend to neglect it because we're looking for the next fad in Christianity or the next conference or the next book. But, you know, the basics remain the basics. And that's where we find yes. re- true revival. Revival comes when each and every one of us individually decide Jesus is king of my life. And, and what does that look oh, like? Amen. Yeah. Amen. But Heinz, I agree with you. There's de- definitely sometimes a culture where a subculture where people are looking for um, something cool and exciting and not ne- in, in, in kingdom mm. versus just diligently pursuing. But I also just want to say that I just see so many young and old people that are not doing that, that mm. are just really humble and hungry to see the kingdom of heaven come Amen. to pass. There is, there is. And, um, I just, yeah, I just, and that's why I just honor you for what you are doing because you're just creating um, platforms so that we can see what God is busy doing because he is busy in this nation. Um, like I was saying, like in Europe two years ago, it was interesting in the how often people would say, no, thank you. But my experience in South Africa, the average person does, whether they're passionate about Jesus, yet, you know, or not yet, there is an openness for the truth of Jesus in this nation mm. that we must run with yeah. while we do have the opportunity. That isn't right now. Amen. I totally agree. Sure. I, I feel like we can chat about this stuff all day. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> I think yeah, we've already, it's almost 50 minutes. It's amazing how quickly the time flies by. I, I would love for, for you to um, maybe just share a, Whatever God puts in your heart right now for us, um, people listening, and and for us as a nation, and then I'd like for you to to pray for those who are listening right now. And um, I think some of the stuff some of the stuff you mentioned early on is probably things that a lot of people are struggling with, especially the fear thing. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I'm just sensing that we need to pray, especially for that freedom from fear, anxiety, all that kind of stuff. Um, I know that, you know, th- th- I just read an article yesterday about a, a grade seven child in, in Joburg that committed suicide. Um, two, week- two weeks ago, there was a girl in Rhenish High School that committed suicide. Uh, and, I, and I just, you know, those things you realize there's, there's a, there, there are issues in, and it, it comes down to is, is, is Jesus in your home? Is Jesus in your home? Do your kids mm. know him? Do they mm. know that they are loved? Yes. Um, there's all that stuff. But, but someone only does that when they are fearful. They 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 fear living, and uh, so yeah. Let's if if you have and a final. when people feel alone. Yeah, yeah, alone. Mm. When people feel alone. Yeah. When they believe the lie that they are not loved and they are alone because it's not true. Yeah. 
No, um, Heinz, I'm so glad you mentioned that because as you asked that just now when you said, you know, what's on my heart to minister to right now to people listening and to us as a nation, I was just reminded by the fact that I, as a teenager, really struggled with heavily with rejection and not knowing what my worth is in Jesus. And the fruit of that was depression. So I really struggled with depression um, when I was younger. I was on medication. I was on it for a couple of years. Um, and Jesus completely healed me. Mm. Completely. Um, I was on three times the dosage Yo. of that with, when, with, uh, as when I started, when he healed me. Wow. I just like to mention that so people can know that I'm... Um, like God can heal in different ways. If he takes some, you know, I think it's wisdom to go off of medication slowly. I think that's wisdom unless the Lord tells you something else. But I do share that with you so that people can know that he does heal. And, and hmm. what I want to say with that is just a lot of people right now are struggling with fear, with anxiety, with sleeplessness, with depression, with a lot of different symptoms like that sometimes we have it for so long we don't even know that we are struggling with anxiety because we haven't experienced peace in such a long time and what i want to say about that is that the things that cause that is the issue yeah. let's make an example if i do not drink water i will have a headache and what i can do about that is i can drink a panado every four hours for the rest of my life <laughs> or i can start drinking enough water so what happens in with us is there is a spiritual battle for our young people because if you read about revival it often comes through the young people so there's a spiritual battle for 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 the health and safety of our children and of our young people and of mm. grown-ups the mm. battle and if we do not address the back in, in other words that means if we do not come to jesus and ask him lord how do i apply your word in my life so that the battle is overcome by the victory of obedience in jesus we will keep on having discussions and articles mm. about the fruit of mm. that battle mm. in other words we will keep on discussing the headaches and the panadus till we are blue in the face yeah. We need to drink the water. Yeah. So depression, anxiety, loneliness, th those are symptoms of not being plugged in to Jesus mm. and to his body. Amen. Amen. So listen to me today. If you hear my voice, I want to tell you, <laughs> Jesus loves you. And there's a place at his table that is reserved just for you. And Satan's going to lie to you and say, you are not worthy. You don't fit in. Guess what? We don't want to fit into this world. Friendship with the world is um, enmity with, with the Lord. It's fine. Mm. Stop it here. Mm. But there's a place for you. You fit in with Jesus, whether you're a grown-up or a child. We need to come to that place where we say, God, I surrender my finances, my situation at work, my situation in my marriage, my relationship with my children, whatever the challenge is. We need to surrender that to Jesus Christ and mm. say, Lord, you come and show me from your word. Lead me by your spirit in community. Give me wisdom so that I can surrender to Jesus practically all of the challenges. Because, guys, when we surrender to Jesus, we surrender the situation to victory. Because mm. Jesus paid the perfect price. But it is a process for you and I in humility to not look to 
the fixing of the problem according to the world, but to what does the word of God say? Where does this problem come from? So for instance, if I struggle with fear, I can for the rest of my life say, I am positive I don't have fear. That, that's a really good start. Or I can say, but what does the word of God says? say? Okay, the word says, if we struggle with fear, we're struggling actually to receive his love because perfect love casts out all fear. So we can fight with fear till we're blue in the face, for instance, or we can go, God, would you show me which are the areas in my heart where I really struggle to receive your love? Mm. And it's, it's quite simple. The areas where we fear, whether it's fear of the future or fear of um, safety of somebody that you love or whatever, that's the area where Jesus wants to bring his love into. But you and I as a nation, we can and right now we have to go, Jesus, I'm tired of talking about the remedies according to the world. Mm. I repent for trying to trust in the things of this world. Jesus, I turn to you. And I say, I surrender. I'm clueless, but Jesus, you know it all. I don't have to know it all. You're not asking me to be clever. Um, so let's go over to prayer right now. Thank you, Jesus, that you are not calling the nation of South Africa to be intelligent or clever or, or um, seen in a certain way. You are calling us, Lord, to humble ourselves, turn to you, Father, mm. with depression, with fear, with loneliness, and come and receive the love that you have for us for our children, for our teenagers, for our youth, for our young adults, for the elderly. Jesus, us as a nation, we say that we don't want depression anymore. We don't want the fear and the anxiety anymore. Jesus, we come and surrender those and everything that causes it to you, Jesus. And we say, Lord, we call on the name of Jesus for the youth of this nation. Mm. We call on the name of Jesus Christ for the children, the grown-ups, the elderly of this nation. We say, you are our way out. You are the answer, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you're not asking us to have the answers ourselves, Lord. You're asking us, will we trust and surrender and come to you? For you are the answer, Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we just bring every person that is struggling with loneliness before you, Father, and we say, thank you that you shine your, your light on them, Lord. You open their eyes so that they can see that they and we can choose you, Lord. We can choose relationship with the head of the body and we can say yes to relationship with the body. Thank you, Lord, that you want us all to be plugged in to your Father heart. That's what you died for on the cross, Jesus. So that we have the option to be reconciled back to the Father. Mm. So we declare reconciliation over the nation of South Africa through Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we just declare this and we just say, Father, we receive your mercy. We receive your grace towards us. Thank you for the price that you've paid for us to come back to your Father heart, Lord. And we just call the sons and the daughters that have orphan spirits in this nation, the one that are home, that they're not outside squandering the money. They, they are at home. They, they say in the census form, they serve you, but they don't know you fully. We just say, Jesus, have mercy. Open our eyes so we can respond to your Lordship fully, Lord. So we will not just believe in you, but surrender our lives to you, Jesus. We just be blessing God over the, the sight and the hearing of every one of your children in this nation. And we say, let your kingdom come. 
and let your will be done in the nation of South Africa as it is in the heavenlies, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, I bless Heinz and his wife in their ministry, their work, their ministries, Lord, their family. I just bless them in Jesus' name. And I say thank you that you increase their platform to bring the good news of Jesus as Savior, Redeemer, lover of our soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much. And uh, I was just thinking, as as you were saying that those powerful words, I just reminded the scripture, uh, 1 John 5 verse 4, it says, for whatever is born of God, and in in other words, every child of God, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God? And the world is everything that's not of God. It's it's the it's the illnesses, it's the, the things we struggle with, it's all those things that you mentioned now. And 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 also just rem- remember what Paul said to Timothy that we have not been given a spirit of fear, but of love, yes. power, and a sound mind. So if we are not operating in love, power, and a sound mind, we must know it's not of God. And we must get back Amen. to him and align with him. I'm so glad you said that because it's something that I'm passionate about as well. It's for people to be able to know there's a source of the problem and then there are symptoms yes. of the problem. And we, yes. mustn't, we, we mustn't just try to fight the symptoms. We must actually put double the effort into sorting out the source of the problem. And, um, yes, hallelujah. Anyway. So, yeah, I, and Jesus wants to. He's so amped. He's so amped to bring the healing. That's yeah. why he died for it. Exactly. So it's so wonderful that we're not trying to twist his arm saying, yeah. can you have a heart for me or notice me? But it, the challenge is for us, like, will I humble myself and go the route of God? Because that's the answer. Yeah, sure. I just want to quickly tell people about this. Um, if you haven't bought it yet, please go out and get the new Jeich Tijdskrif. Uh, there's more of Mariette's story in there. Some amazing testimonies and just an, an awesome article uh, she herself said that during that interview that she really felt the holy spirit move yeah. so it's a it's a really special read so go and get your your copy of that and uh, and with that marietta just want to thank you from from our side for for taking time out to to chat to us i'm sure many people were blessed by this and and will be blessed by this uh those listening if you were blessed by this please share this video uh, with everyone that you think should hear it and let this this word this encouragement get out and if you're listening on this as a podcast later please share that as well we would really appreciate it um, and let us all uh, that are online just extend your faith right now extend your hand to your device or whatever you want to do and let's just pray for for mariette as well lord thank jesus so i thank you for this very special lady that you have raised up as a voice in our nation as a as an esther in our nation thank you that you have blessed her that you've given her a platform that you've given her such amazing special gifts in a unique way that she can serve your body the body of christ lord i pray that you will keep on blessing her strengthening her guiding her i pray that you will bless her with all wisdom and discernment for everything that she has to do Pray that you will expand her ministry, expand her platform, 
And Lord, together with her, we trust you for the right husband at the right time. And we thank you that yes, that will Jesus. be a blessed marriage and that even takes things Amen. to the to the next level. Thank you Lord that she's Jesus. a voice in this nation uh, to women, to, to men, to marriages. May that just increase, Lord, from glory to glory and strength to strength. I pray that you bless her financially, that she will never lack, but be blessed to be a blessing and that she will be generous in everything she does. Thank you, Lord, for her heart and her and her family, her loved ones. We pray your, your protection over all of them. We speak Psalm 91 over them that says, if we make you our dwelling place, then you will, will keep our dwelling place safe from pestilence and evil. And we stand on that word with them in Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Lord. We bless you. We honor you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, man, thank you so much. What a privilege. Thank you so very much. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. God bless you. And uh, just hang on the line and I will come to you just now. Um, but for now, everybody say, bye-bye, Mariette. Thank you so much for joining us for Love Unlocks live session today. I really appreciate it. All right. God bless you and uh, have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. <music>